The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Rams fans, welcome into Rams Showcase. My name is Sheriff Joe Bags. Tonight, the Rams released their first unofficial depth chart. So, of course, we talk about it. Also, the Rams, they play football this weekend. We talk about the game and who you should be watching when the Rams take the field at SoFi Stadium against the Chargers this weekend. Before we hop into the action, did want to let you know, uh, RamsShowcase.com, that is where you find the most up-to-date information about uh, Rams Showcase as well as myself. We do have uh, some interesting stuff headed your way come uh, season time on RamsShowcase.com, so be sure to go ahead and uh, make it a habit to uh, follow your Rams content there. At Sheriff Joe Bags at Rams Showcase, that's where you can follow on social media. But uh, let's go ahead and dive into the good stuff, all right? So the depth chart. First of unofficial depth chart that the Rams have released. Uh, and we've we've seen it already, and, well, it's it does have some surprises on it. So some things that stick out to me, first and foremost, Quarterback position, Stetson Bennett and Brett Rippon both being listed as QB2. So uh, we should see both in the preseason, but I do expect Bennett to rise above and solidify himself at that QB2 spot. We have some offensive line battles that are very clear, very abundant, as uh, that little word or popping in on the depth chart uh, once again for the Rams this season. Joseph Nopeboom and Alaric Jackson at left tackle. That's a good battle to watch, as well as uh, Brian Allen and Coleman Shelton at the center spot. Uh, so we'll be, of course, keeping a close eye on these battles as they uh, shake up as the uh, preseason goes on. Tremaine Ankrum is ble- being uh, slotted in as the starting right guard right now, while the rookie, Steve Avila, is uh, sitting at the left guard spot. Uh, and uh, Avila, by the way, uh, being the only rookie starting uh, for the the Rams on the offensive side of the football, just two on defense. So I thought that that was uh, pretty interesting there. Also, wide receiver Tutu Atwell, he is being listed as a starter. Of course, this does make total sense, uh, but sitting just ahead of Puka Nakua is intriguing to me. Uh, Tutu seems to have this slot uh, due to his NFL experience, but I do anticipate that this particular position will be handled by a few names, a little bit of a wide receiver three by committee, if you will. Also, at the running back spot, Royce Freeman is listed as a running back number four alongside with Zach Evans. Uh, So... That leads to the, the question, could we see some surprise cuts at the running back spot? Lance McCutcheon listed as a third-string wide receiver. He does appear to be in a fight to make the roster at this point, so that is definitely a name to keep our eyes on as he was kind of the uh, the hero of last year's preseason for sure. Marquise Copeland and Ernest Brown the fourth are uh, starting for the uh, defensive line. They're, they're kind of battling it out on that defensive line, so that should be some good stuff there. Uh, we also have uh, some, uh, like, b- right behind them is Jonah Williams. So, obviously, that could get really interesting. We also have Bobby Brown versus Kobe Turner. They're both being listed as the starter at nose tackle. So, that should be a very interesting battle to watch as the preseason continues. Uh, but I think that the preseason will flesh out uh, this battle in particular. 
Uh, Bobby Brown, though, I got to say, um, I, I know that I am, uh, I tend to be a little bit more positive about the guys from Texas A&M, but Bobby Brown looking a lot stronger this year uh, than he did uh, in the previous seasons. Looked like he's cut some weight, but maybe added some some muscle. Maybe some of the fat, I guess, has been trimmed. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what his, uh, what his BMI is looking at uh, specifically, but uh, he does look pretty strong this year. Uh, Daniel Hardy, Cam Akers in that group as well. So Bobby Brown joining those two as the guys who noticeably look different this season, uh, just looking stronger going into this year. But going against Kobe Turner, uh, the rookie out of Wake Forest, that should be a very interesting battle. But like I said, I think the preseason will flesh out this battle in particular. Christian Roseboom is uh, my pick for who wins the starting job next to Ernest Jones, and he is listed as the initial starter. But this is a very loaded group, and I don't think anybody outside of Jones is actually safe from getting playing time once the season begins. But although Christian Roseboom, he has been around a little while, so I do uh, think that that's a reasonable position to have him in. Russ Yeast being slotted as the starting safety next to Jordan Fuller. That is a little curious to me. I do anticipate that Johnson will take over that job. But uh, the safety battle is one to keep a very close eye on. We'll talk about that here in a bit, though. And uh, Puka Nakua is listed as the starting punt returner over Kyron Williams, who is listed as the starting kick returner above Ronnie Rivers. So that's kind of an interesting thing. This is the first uh, information we've heard at all uh, regarding the Rams' kick returning duties and punt returning duties. So Puka Nakua sitting there right now. Uh, I'm not sure if that's something that we will see in preseason, but... Stands to reason that we will, and also stands to reason that this is going to be a very different preseason than we are used to uh, as far as like who's playing and uh, what we're kind of looking for in the preseason because there are so many roster jobs open. And I'll, I'll say this before we move forward here is uh, we're going to see guys get cut that none of us want to see cut, right? Like we're just, we just agree that that is going to happen and we don't need to take it to Twitter, <laughs> like or whatever it is now, X. We don't need to take it to X. We don't need to take it to the social medias, all right? So uh, we're going to see guys, uh, because simply put, I mean, we have 90 dudes right now, and we all like a lot of them, right? 53 can make it when uh, the Rams are hitting the plane up to Seattle in week one. So uh, there, we're going to see names that we don't think should be cut. We're going to see names that we absolutely should not be cut, but you're limited because you can only take in 53 dudes. So that's just kind of a little bit of a disclaimer uh, once we get to the, the cut time, I know it's a very emotional time and it sucks because uh, it sucks because we have a lot of guys like, first of all, dreams are getting crushed right now. Like dreams are getting made, but dreams are getting crushed. There's of, of 90 dudes when only 53 can make it. That means a lot of guys are going home and a lot of guys are not happy about it. And also some of these preseason games going to be the final time. Some of these guys touch a football field. So, uh, it is unfortunate, but that's just the way it works. That's um, why also the NFL is the best of the best because even some of the best are not part of the best. So it's kind of a weird uh, little thing you got going there. 2-2 Atwell, nowhere on special teams. That is a good sign for his potential this uh, this season, uh, which is, is it, it's exciting. It's getting exciting. We're getting a lot of 2-2 buzz right now, and I'm kind of here for it. Uh, all aboard the 2-2 train is what it's uh, starting to feel like. But uh, on offense and defense, what I wanted to talk about a little bit here is that uh, only three projected starters on both offense and defense are rookies. So the narrative of this team that's just complete inexperienced and just has no idea what they're doing out there, I think that narrative is a little bit thin. Only one offensive projected starter is a rookie, and the defensive starters are both in the front seven. So Steve Avila, we have Kobe Turner, and we have Byron Young. Kobe Turner is slotted as a starter with somebody else, so that's something to keep an eye on. But we feel good that Steve and Byron are both starters. But that is the list. 
that is all of them. Other rookies are expected to contribute, but again, the narrative of a fully inexperienced team just isn't fully there for me. I think it's a thin narrative that feels very easy when you're talking about this LA Rams roster. A young roster loaded with talent and opportunities for players. Uh, I, I think that that's, that's closer to the big, the beginning of their careers, I mean. Like these players, uh, even, even if they're not rookies, they seem to be second-year players, third-year players. I think uh, I saw something along the lines of uh, there was... Um, I want to say it was uh, the the average experience, the average NFL experience for a Rams player right now is like 1.7 years. So yeah, it's pretty intense as far as like the youth that we have here. But to say that they're completely inexperienced and that the defense is just going to be terrible because they aren't experienced, I just don't really buy into that. I think that there's too many moving pieces to say right now before any preseason games have even been played. They're like, yeah, this is just going to be terrible. It's not going to be fun for anybody because. We don't actually know that. And I'm not here to say that just like as, as much as you don't have, I don't want to say you specifically, but like as, as, as much room as people don't have to say that the Rams are just going to be blatantly terrible this year, I also don't have the, the room to say that the Rams are definitely going to be awesome this year. So it's a two-way street, and I definitely understand that. I guess my only uh, request here is that like, how about we just let them play first? Like, I mean, I don't know. Super Bowl experience currently outweighs the rookies when it comes to the Rams starters. So I think that that needs to be con uh, considered as well. And uh, the coaching staff, largely in place from the Super Bowl season as well. Uh, a lot of guys uh, that we have some, some really good continuity when it comes to the coaching staff as well. So I think that all of that needs to be considered for sure. And maybe, maybe I'm a bit of a homer here. But uh, when people are making the arguments that the Rams are just in how terrible they're going to be, that they're just, they're young, so they're awful. I guess I have a hard time with that. I tend to disagree with those comments, and I let it be known when <laughs> you know who you are. Anybody who's reached out to me, it's happened uh, quite a few times these last like week and a half or so of uh, people reaching out and just telling me that they're hey, we're gonna be terrible on defense. It's like yeah, maybe, but like that's not for sure. <laughs> like you don't know that. I don't know that either. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just being optimistic. Maybe that's just the Rams fan in me. I've been a Rams fan since we were absolutely terrible. I've seen it. I've seen a one-win season. I've absolutely watched a one-win season, and it was exciting. That game against the Lions. Oh man, I was in it. I was <laughs> Stephen Jackson. Man, that was the that was one of the greatest games. Like the single performances that I can remember from that era. But that's what I'm saying is that like we've seen this be way worse than it is now. All right. So to say that we're just going to be already terrible, I just don't buy it. I'm not buying it right now. Historically speaking, the Rams have dealt with in, uh, the Rams dealt with injuries last year that have never been seen in the NFL. Thirteen starting offensive lines, the first thirteen games of the season, that's never happened before. The Rams also had uh, the the starting had more starting offensive line combos than any team in league history last year, and I think that that absolutely has to be considered. Four different starting quarterbacks ending the season with Baker Mayfield. I don't know if that's really set in in my brain yet that Baker Mayfield ended the season as the Rams starting quarterback last year. That is so nuts to me because it just feels like uh, the way that the, like the, the, like you go off a Super Bowl win and then all of the sudden we're playing on Christmas Day against the Broncos with Baker Mayfield and dominating. I don't know, man. It's just a kind of, the whole, the, it's all crazy to me. And you can even take out like, if you want to talk about last year and, and, and what it means for this year, first of all, I think it's irrelevant. Right. I don't think that looking at last year is even worth talking about when you're looking at this season that we're about to start. But if we're also looking at last year, I mean, look at that Raiders game. That probably should have been a loss. Right. There's also games in there that should have been wins. But there's a lot of games in there that probably shouldn't have 
had like the Rams shouldn't have come out on top of, but it worked. And that's kind of my point on this is having any level of health could add four or five wins this season. And I don't think that that's unrealistic. We won five games last year with one of the worst injury seasons the and any NFL team has ever seen. Uh, the, but you win more like four or five more games than last year. You're looking at nine or 10 wins in the NFC. That probably gets you to the playoffs. All right. That's wild to me. And like, it, it's not wild to me that you can make the playoffs with 10 wins. That's not wild at all. What, what's wild to me is that I don't think it's absurd to say this team could win four or five more games than it did last year. That's the part that's getting me here because, uh, the, just the, again, the injuries that happened last year and also just the young energetic talent that we have right now, it's a whole different vibe this year, right? Like we can agree on that. Like if you've been paying attention to the press conferences in the training camp stuff, all that stuff, it, this year's just, it's totally different. It's a whole new ball game this year. So I don't think it's unre- it's unrealistic at all to say that this team could win four or five more games than it did last year, which absolutely, absolutely can put you into the playoffs in a weak NFC. And then we can talk about this as well. When you get into the playoffs, it's anybody's game. It is anybody's game. It does not matter what the better team is or who had the better regular season, any of that stuff. You can just go ahead and toss all that out. Second season has begun, and uh, that's all you need to do. Just get to the playoffs. Get to the playoffs, and then all bets are off, right? I think we all can, can agree on that. I'm, mainly, I'm speaking from like a hockey fan experience because... I think every hockey fan knows that like anything that happened in the regular season, you can just toss it out once the playoffs start. The playoffs, like the regular season and all that stuff is just for seeding. But once the seeds are done and the puck drops in game one of the first round, it's none of that matters. I don't care that you had the the league's leading scorer or your goalie's awesome, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's second season now at all. Just throw it all away. And also consider when you talk about football is that the game planning and the whole atmosphere of the entire thing it's a completely different game, right? And we've we've seen that in these past couple seasons when the Rams are in the playoffs. The whole game just feels absolutely different. Even going back to the 2017 season, that playoff game at the Coliseum against the Atlanta Falcons, even though the Rams lost that game, it just felt so different. Like the whole environment was different. So just get to the playoffs and then anything can happen. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, so let's go ahead and move on here. Uh, The Rams playing a football game this weekend, and that feels so good to say. The Los Angeles Chargers on the road (laughs) at the Los Angeles Rams. They do do both play in the same stadium, but it is a Rams home game. That means... uh, the, I actually don't know what logo is going to be on, in, on midfield right now, but either way, it's going to be ours. I, I know that much in that part I'll take. So this game is uh, going to be televised on NFL Network and uh, kicking off at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Saturday. So um, the the line is, uh, it, does, it does exist. The Rams are favored by three if you care to put money on it. I love putting money on preseason games because it makes it the score matter a little bit, but I'm also here to tell you these scores don't matter. Before we even hop into preseason games, Let's just give a little bit of a reminder that like big performances are kind of irrelevant. <laughs> Bad performances are kind of irrelevant because even if you look at like a good performance or like, okay, we'll just use CJ Stroud as an, as an example, right? He came in for what? One drive. He didn't, not, he didn't look great, but it was like, whatever. And so some people commented like, Hey, it's preseason though. It doesn't matter. And then the comments back were like, yeah, but it's against backups and he looked terrible. And it's like, this is also though, 
His first time on an NFL football field. How about we let the guy play for a little bit before we decide that he's going to be terrible or, or awesome? You know what I mean? Like, well, let's just let, let it happen first. So what I'm here to tell you is that game planning, not really a thing. It's more of a situational thing. I think each individual play tells you more than like a whole drive or like a whole quarter or a whole game. I think that you're looking for individual performances here and just like who's out here just absolutely kicking butt cheeks trying to make a team and trying to make a payday or even start when it comes to this Rams team right now, and just who's out here just kind of like getting pushed around, right? We saw that with Logan Bruss last year. In his, in his first preseason game, he was getting lit up, and then he got hurt in the second one, which is unfortunate, because who knows what he could have developed, uh, how he could have developed last year, uh, but it, it, that kind of stuff happens. So we kind of saw it early, and it was in that first preseason game, it was like, oof, this, this Bruss guy, he's getting... He's getting pushed around out here, man. And so and it's unfortunate to see. But again, it's like, and people want to talk about these are second, third stringers sometimes. It's like, well, they're here though, right? They're here in the NFL right now. This is an NFL game technically. And they're also fighting for their lives. <laughs> like they're fighting for a roster spot. They're fighting for a starting job. They're fighting for paid paydays. That's for sure. You know, the, the massive difference in paychecks that some of these NFL guys get, they do the same jobs, <laughs> some of them. And the paychecks are wildly different. So I say all of that to say this, that like, yes, the preseason does matter, but it matters on certain levels. And we will talk about this as games like happen, because of course we're going to do the Ram Showcase live on Monday. So after uh, this game has been played, we will be talking about it and all that stuff on the on Ram Showcase live. And that will continue throughout the season. That's kind of where we'll do our, our wrap up. That's where I'll give out game badges and all that. But uh, the preseason games specifically, we're looking for certain things, but we're not looking for everything. All right, we're not looking for like, the crazy route combinations and, and stunts and, and passing guys off on like on the offensive line. So like that's like, did you do your job? The other stuff will come later. Right. I think we can agree on that. So uh, as far as like a game preview, there's not a whole lot to get into when it comes to like X's and O's because, well, it's the first preseason game and there's a lot of different moving pieces when it comes to a team in the training camp process entering your first preseason game. It's a lot of chaos. We don't know, know exactly what we're going to see. Uh, even as far as like who's playing, who's not playing in this one, we know that we're not going to see the heavy hitters. We're not going to see Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald. We're not going to see those guys. But all indications say we should see a lot more, uh, a lot more starters than we're used to seeing. I don't know if a Rob Havenstein would play. I would say I would probably guess no, and even Higby, I would say no. Uh, but who knows? We'll see what happens. This is a, a bit of a year that is um, to be taken in like its own entity kind of thing kind of like last year <laughs> i feel like last year and this year you can package together but nothing else like and even just mainly just the off season right so like the way that last year went and then the off season for this season that feels that feels like a package two off seasons in one season that feels like a real thing right maybe i'm just making stuff up all right so who to watch in this game there's going to be a lot of madness going on of course and a lot of things to keep an eye on and you can't really catch it all unless you watch the game a few times which is typically something that i like to do but I also have a podcast. If you don't, it's probably not worth it to dig into the, into it that deep, just so that you can say the comment of like, I think this offensive lineman should make the team, not this guy. Because all that's a little in the weeds, even for me, even for a guy who does this show by himself. All right, so moving into it here, we have, uh, we'll start with quarterback. That's an easy one, right? Quarterback Stetson Bennett. That is the main name that you are watching when it comes to the quarterback position. Of course, we are expecting to see Probably dresser win late in the game. We'll probably also see Brett Rippon at some point, but I'm way more focused on Stetson Bennett, the rookie quarterback out of Georgia. 
So uh, with indications that he hasn't fully solidified the QB2 spot per the unofficial depth chart that we got, decent performances in preseason could absolutely lock that in. So if uh, he's out here just slinging the rock all over the place, expect him to be your QB2 suiting up on Sundays, not in street clothes. And uh, the running back spot, we're pretty much watching everybody who's not named Cam Akers. We have Kyron Williams, Royce Freeman, Ronnie Rivers, and Zach Evans that we're keeping our eyes on for this one. So all the depth at running back, it's it's all something to watch, right? There is no indication of how many running backs the Rams will keep, but it won't be all of them. So who is the odd man out of this group? Or who are the odd men out of this group? Are the Rams going to keep three? Or are the Rams going to keep four? I doubt they keep five. So we're at least looking at one of these guys being cut. At the tight end position, Bryson Hopkins, Cameron McDonald. There are some injuries going on at the tight end spot. I'm actually not entirely sure everyone who's going to play uh, at tight end for the Rams in the first preseason game. So it does make it a little bit difficult to figure out um, really who to keep your eye on. Just keep your eyes on the tight ends, right? That's the, the, the tight ends are in quite a battle right now. We have a lot of tight ends. And again, it's, a, it's just one of those positions where, where uh, we're not going to keep all of them. So who's getting cut? And that's kind of what we're looking for now. We're not looking for it in certain spots like the running back position, even the quarterback position, really, in tight end. There are positions where we're not exactly looking for who's going to pop. We're looking for who's not popping, who's not getting it done, who's dropping balls, missing blocks and stuff like that. Those are the guys that we're keeping an eye on because it's like, oh, this guy's not going to be here when the Rams are getting on the plane to Seattle. Those are the kind of things that I'm looking for, at least. And at the tight end spot, it, it feels a lot more like it's easier to lose your job than to gain your job, you know, because if everybody's catching balls out here, that makes the decision very difficult. But if, if you're dropping balls and you're missing blocks, that makes the, the decision easy. It's like, well, we, gotta, we need to be able to trust whoever is in this spot. So peace out. You don't got to say it like that, I guess, if you're cutting people. You probably don't tell. You probably don't say peace out. You're probably a lot nicer about it than me. But I'm also not a GM. So what are you going to do? And on the offensive line, uh, again, just about everyone. Everyone along the front line is someone to watch right now uh, because there's battles in just about every single spot. And uh, I think that it, it means something. Every single rep for the offensive line, it counts. Guys who are missing blocks here, that counts. Guys who are just crushing dudes, that counts too. On the, on the run, if we're seeing pancakes being served up, if, we, if, we're, if we're visiting IHOP this weekend, then that's a guy who can maybe not only make the roster, but maybe start on this team. You know, there's, there's open jobs right now. So who's going to go grab those jobs? You know, it, it, offensive line is a position where you can, it's, easier, it's easy to win your job in the offensive line. Tight end, though, that's a hard one. You're looking for people to screw up at tight end. You're looking for people to crush some souls on the offensive line. So that's 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 definitely what we're keeping our eyes on. So in a good play could could get you a job. A bad play could lose you a job and you could be looking. You could be calling other NFL teams. You're calling your agent like, hey, man, is anybody interested? That could be a thing if you miss a block. If you get your quarterback blasted, that could be a conversation you have here in a few weeks. Right. And uh, on the uh, starting battles here, we do have officially we know that Noteboom and Jackson are in a battle for that spot. And Brian Allen, Coleman Shelton, they're in a battle for center. So we have left tackle and center. Those jobs are straight up up for grabs. And who's going to go get them? I think Coleman Shelton and Alaric Jackson will win the jobs. But last year, we saw no boom and Allen in those jobs. So they do have the experience starting. Of course, they both missed a lot of time last year with injury. So we'll see how it all shakes out. And again, uh, I think there's, this is a good spot to interject this nugget <laughs> that, uh, that I have because I really like Coleman Shelton. 
I don't dislike Brian Allen by any means. I just really like Coleman Shelton. And I don't care who wins this job. I think from my own perspective and what I've seen, I think that Coleman Shelton is a better player. But if Brian Allen wins the job, then hell yeah, Brian, let's go kick some butt cheeks. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that makes any sense to people. I feel like people, when I say something about a player, they're like, oh, you hate this guy or like you don't want him to play. No, I just want whoever is playing to be super sick. And if they're not playing, then I don't really care, like whatever. Or if they play for a different team, whatever. That's it. It's none of my business, right? Players come and go. The Rams are forever. And whoever is starting for the Rams, I hope they kick all of the butts. At the wide receiver spot, speaking of butts being kicked, we have Tutu Atwell, Puka Nakua, and Demarcus Robinson. These are the three names that I want to highlight uh, as far as the wide receiver spot. Um, we have a lot of guys at, uh, at, uh, at the wide receiver spot, but we're getting great comments from all three of these guys so far in camp. And that spilling into games is critical for them making the roster and getting regular season snaps. Because it feels like these three should make the team, right? But I would say that uh, getting snaps regularly is difficult to come by when you have a Van Jefferson, a Cooper Cup, who are guys who are just super experienced in this offense. They know the offense real well. That's uh, that's one thing that you got to consider. Tutu Atwell, though, he is getting comments for his knowledge of the offense. So I'm really excited to see... Uh, how that unfolds onto the football field. Uh, bottom depth guys like Lance McCutcheon, Tyler Johnson, Austin Trammell, Xavier Smith, Braxton Burmeister, Tyler Hudson. They're all fighting for spots on this roster. Between all of these guys, maybe one or two jobs will be available, honestly. Uh, and so uh, these guys are fighting for roster spots, practice squad spots, and are trying to put out tape for other teams who maybe aren't as deep at the wide receiver position as the LA Rams. And don't kid yourself, the Rams are deep at wide receiver. We have Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, uh, Puka Nakua, Tutu Atwell. We've got Ben Skoranek. Uh, If you just look at those names right there, those those five, Demarcus Robinson, we'll throw him in too. That's six names right there. That could mean Lance McCutcheon, Tyler Johnson, Austin Trammell, uh, Xavier Smith, Braxton Burmeister, and Tyler Hudson all cut. And it stands to reason that most of them will be cut, right? That a good chunk of these guys are just not going to make the team. And I think that, that Tyler Johnson and Lance McCutcheon, I think that those are the two that are like kind of bubble guys right now. And I would be surprised if an Austin Trammell, Xavier Smith, Burmeister, Hudson, if those guys do end up making the team, although I do think that they are strong uh, candidates for the practice squad. But again, let's let it unfold on the football field before we put people into boxes. And moving over to the defensive side of the ball here, we got uh, the defensive line. You're really watching everybody but AD. I doubt Aaron Donald plays in the preseason games, although this offseason is such a different offseason for Aaron Donald. And like. Uh, John Johnson made the comment. He was kind of it was a kind of a joke comment in there, but uh, he he mentioned that uh, that Aaron Donald is like I've got like I've got more to prove, and John Johnson's like, whoa, what? Like, what do you have to prove, man? But that's that's not maybe that's not for us to know. Maybe our brain capacity is not big enough to understand what is driving Aaron Donald right now. Maybe it's just the need to be great, dude. And coming off of a rough year, and everybody everybody is kind of like down on the Rams right now. Maybe that's all Aaron Donald needed was people to be like, eh, they aren't that good for him to be like, all right, <laughs> we'll see. So uh, along the defensive line, we're a uh, solid rotation is definitely expected. You're going to see guys just kind of get thrown in for a play and then out and then a play and then out like two plays here out. So every single rep is extremely important. Kobe Turner is in a fight for a starting role. So that should get fleshed out in these, uh, these preseason games before the season begins. I do expect him to get that job, but, We'll kind of see how it unfolds. 
Bobby Brown, Ernest Brown IV are entering pressure-packed seasons. I really think so. Weak preseason performances from one or both of these guys could mean that they don't make the final 53. Good performances could mean real playing time this season because they've been around a little bit and they know the defense. And so if they can show that they need to get out on the football field, it feels like a guy like Raheem Morris is going to get the best guys out there, right? Um, and so if they don't perform, though, in these preseason games or if they if we come out of preseason with um, with both the Browns not looking like they're that good, maybe they're done playing football. I, I think that both of these guys could get another job on a different team if they were to be cut from the Rams, although I don't think that that's going to happen. I'll be honest. We'll give cut predictions after the final preseason game or maybe maybe before that. I don't know exactly when the cut date is right now. I'll have to look it up. Uh, but I also I obviously need to get my predictions in before that. <laughs> Otherwise, I will nail it. I will be 100% if I do it after the fact. So let's just, you know, let's just make it real, right? Inside linebacker, Christian Roseboom, Jacob Hummel, uh, Jaden Woodbay. Uh, we have Ryan Spenda Jr., uh, Kalechi Anyalebechi. Oh, God, I'm so sorry, dude. <laughs> and uh, DeAndre Square. Uh, so we've got all these guys that we're watching for. And again, this is just a position where... Uh, outside of Ernest Jones, we don't really know who's really popping here. This is a position that we haven't really heard much about uh, in the in the training camp uh, so, era so far. Uh, but Christian Roseboom, Jake Hummel, those are two guys I feel good about making the team. I also really like DeAndre Square. So we'll see what happens and seeing who's uh, like in the second half, who's really popping in uh, the inside linebacker spot, mainly because we need to see who is going to be hanging out on this roster. Maybe not necessarily for the starters, because it does feel like Roseboom is going to be the starter there, uh, but who's going to be hanging out on this roster, which leads me to the inside linebacker spot, which is huge on special teams. So look for these names on special teams, and if anybody's really making a name there, that could be their ticket onto the final 53. And uh, we're likely only keeping three or five, three, I mean... Between three and five here, right? Uh, five could be seen for depth, especially if uh, we have some special teams value there, uh, but could get by with three if the team use it, chooses to use those roster spots in other positions. I think that that's totally reasonable. Uh, Roseboom being listed as a starter helps this cause because uh, his experience on the roster, it helps a lot. But with four or five of these guys in position to maybe be cut, every single rep here counts. Again, it's just another position where every single snap counts. Outside linebacker, Daniel Hardy, Nick Hampton, Keir Thomas, Zach Van Valkenburg, O'Shawn Mathis, lots of battles going on here as well. We know that Byron Young and Michael Hoyt feel pretty good about those. Hoyt, I actually think, is like, he's he's in a spot where he probably should just be a starter now. I think that he's kind of earned that just as like a, as a dude who's been here and just, I mean, the dude works so hard that it just makes sense. Byron Young, I think, is just too talented to not be a starter. Um, but Hoyt, I think he does have something to fight for because you never know when like a Daniel Hardy or a Nick Hampton is going to show up and just just crush some souls and just take your job. So I, I think it is it is worth watching him. Uh, but I do think that he's going to be uh, listed as a starter once the season does begin. But again, it's just another one of those spots where if, if you can get after the quarterback, then you need to do it. And go, just that that can get you a job. Get after the quarterback and none of this Leonard Floyd madness. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll we'll sidebar on this real fast. Because what the heck, Leonard Floyd? What the heck you doing out here, dude? Saying that you you've you haven't been on a on a defensive front this deep. It's like they, it's like oh my job's finally gonna be easy, dude. What you had Aaron Donald, bro? <laughs> Even Dante Fowler crushed it next to Aaron Donald, man. If you come out here, if if Leonard Floyd comes out this year, for I think he's with the Bills now, right? If he comes out this year and sucks, I'm gonna talk so much trash, right? 
I got blocked from Turf, turf Show Times today. I'm not afraid about this. <laughs> X don't scare me. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, but yeah, just another battle where, again, every single position, every single, every single snap counts for this position group. At the cornerback spot, I am keeping an eye on D- Darian Kendrick, although he is listed as a starter officially. Akello Witherspoon, who I don't know if is, is going to be healthy enough to play in this game. We'll see how that shakes out. Robert Rochelle, it's crunch time for Robert Rochelle for sure. Trey Tomlinson, the rookie. Sean Jolly's back again this year. Uh, Cameron McCutcheon could get some time for sure. Tamarcus Davis has had a strong camp, so he's ex- exciting to watch. Jordan Jones and Vincent Gray rounding it out. We have 11 CBs and maybe, what, six spots? Maybe the Rams keep five. Maybe the Rams keep seven. Hard to say right now. Uh, but we can expect at least four of these guys that I just mentioned to not be on the plane to Seattle when the Rams are kicking off week one, right? Uh, we're we're going to expect a lot of these guys to not make the team. And I'm not sure if we'll see surprises here. Could it just be like the bottom guys that we know are kind of on the bottom of that? The McCutcheon, Davis, Jones, Gray, and then keep everybody else? Could a uh, Sean Jolly get cut? Could a Robert Rochelle get cut? I mean, I don't think so, <laughs> but we'll give our predictions later. Uh, once we see these guys actually out on football fields a little bit more, in these preseason games, that'll give us a lot better understanding. And again, what if like a Tamarcus Davis, who I said is having a strong camp, what if he comes in on special teams and is just like, he like blocks a punt and scores a touchdown? Like, who knows? And maybe that could get him a job. So that absolutely is a real thing. You can get a job in preseason. That's a very real thing, especially on this Rams team this year. We have so many open jobs right now. Go get one, dude. Go get one. And that's what, I think that's what excites me is because like the number of open jobs right now on this team it's like whoever is out here like willing to just grab grab the ram by the horns and just go earn your job and go earn your money. I, I'm here for it, man. I think that's exciting. I think that's going to pull out the best of everybody. And we've also been hearing all the comments about the, the young energy is just so real this year. So reasons to be excited for sure. Moving on uh, to the safety spot, our last position that we will talk about uh, today. We have uh, Russ Yeast, Quentin Lake, John Johnson III, Jason Taylor the second, Richard LeCount. These are all guys that you're watching for at the safety spot. And it's kind of an interesting position because there's there's four there's four more backups behind the guys that I just listed. Four more guys, right? So the Rams likely not to keep that many safeties, but we'll try to retain a few of these guys on the practice squad, I'm guessing, right? Uh, so five names should make the roster, but do the Rams need five safeties? Jordan Fuller, John Johnson, Russ Yeast, Quentin Lake, Jason Taylor, those all should make the roster. But do the Rams keep five safeties? Are we in for some surprise cuts at this, at this position as well? We know we're in for some surprise cuts throughout the roster. Wide receiver, we're going to see some names get cut that we don't want to see cut. I'm, I'll tell you right now, spoiler alert on my predictions, uh, I think Lance McCutcheon gets cut. <laughs> that is, though, a little, I'll add an asterisk next to that before we've seen preseason games because maybe he comes out in the preseason and is absolutely killing it and we decide maybe it's, it's, you crush it two preseasons in a row, you get a stick of rent. And at the safety spot, it's the same thing where uh, we could see a lake cut, a yeast cut. Like, who knows what's going to happen right here. So uh, I, I don't know. This is a, it's a very interesting season. I'm so excited for the preseason to officially begin because we now get to not just talk about the hype or like, and it's it's so weird right now being a Rams fan because you have like the fans who are like, we are so much better than people think. It's like, we got Cooper Cup, 
getting the ball from Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald on the defensive line. We had so many injuries last year. Last year basically didn't happen. We're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna men in black ourselves into last year and just just it didn't happen, right? This is run it back. We're back to that now. <laughs> we're we just won we just won the Super Bowl. Last year didn't exist. But it's you also have the 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 other side of that, the other fans who are like, we're gonna be so bad this year. We're gonna be we're a three win team if we're lucky. And I'm I'm floating somewhere in the middle, I'll be honest with you. I think that this team can be a playoff team if things happen in the right way. And I feel like maybe my comments get misunderstood when I'm like, right, because the second anybody's like, the Rams are terrible, I've 100, 100% going to defend the Rams, right? I used to do this with, like, Taylor Rapp. I would tell, I could talk about Taylor Rapp. I could tell you that Taylor Rapp's not very good. But the second that somebody else does it, <laughs> I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> like, I mean, he's, I mean, he's fine, though. Like, you know. So I'm very much that way. Uh, if you come to me and tell me that you think the Rams are going to be terrible and you're a Rams fan, I'm going to rebuttal you. If you come in, though, and tell me that the Rams are going to be awesome, I'll probably also rebuttal you. So I think maybe maybe I just love arguing. I don't know. I don't, I don't but maybe maybe I do. <laughs> maybe that's just my jam right now It's just arguing. Maybe I'm just a frustrated human right now. Maybe. What do you think, Carl? My cat's giving me a weird look. Uh, I think he's... He's not, yeah, you, you think the Panthers are going to be good. Yeah, he has no idea what he's talking about. All right, on that note, I think it's okay uh, if we cut this out now. Um, I think that's ultimately what I'm getting at here, is that uh, the preseason is here. Congratulations, we survived another offseason. We did it. I knew we could. I knew we could. Uh, I, knew that, uh, I knew that it was going to be hard. But hey, we did it, and we're here. Rams hosting the Chargers Saturday nights, SoFi Stadium, 6 p.m. kickoff. It's going to be an awesome time. I'm pumped about it. I'll be at work, uh, but I'll have it on in the studio with me, so at least I got that. It will be silent, so I will have no sound, but I will find a way to rewatch it so that I know what the heck is going on out here um, because, of course, I will be also at work, so uh, that's that's the bummer part. Uh, also, the, the following game uh, against the Raiders, that one is a similar situation. I'll just be working for it, but then the next one, the final preseason game, L.A. Rams at the Denver Broncos. I will absolutely be there. I've I've run through eight pair, eight tickets so far, and and I think I've finally settled in on where I'm gonna sit. So uh, if you're gonna be there, definitely let's meet up. Let's uh let's clank our beers together and then drink them and then enjoy some Rams football in person because that's uh the best way, right? Uh, but again, uh, follow me at Ram Showcase at Sheriff Joe Bag is where all the action happens and uh, ramshowcase.com. I got some uh, interesting stuff I'm cooking up for the regular season as far as the content goes on ramshowcase.com. So just go ahead and make it a habit to uh, make that uh, part of your content intake right now. Just go ahead and add that to the list in there somewhere, ramshowcase.com, uh, to check out all the coolest stuff. And again, at Sheriff Joe Bags, at ramshowcase for myself. But that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio and the Fan Sided Network. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you so much for listening. Go Rams! special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.